Hello again, and welcome to Insumo Habit Talks. I'm so, so excited to host you today in this week's conversation. Uh, we're going to preface this conversation around the core theme of inspiration. But before we get started, I want to get to know you a little bit better. So would you be able to introduce yourself, your background, and what you're currently doing at Action Catalyst? Jaylon, it's a real pleasure to be here with you today. Well, my background, I started out as a child at a very early age. How's that? Yes. Well, that's a great intro. Uh, and how did that child become the Dan that you are today? I probably among many significant events, getting recruited when I was 18 for a direct sales program with the Southwestern Advantage Company when I was a student at university. So I learned how to sell educational products door to door, cold calling. Nobody knew I was coming Has my own business, independent contractor. I'm with the same company today, 49 summers later and serve as president of that company now. In addition, Action Catalyst is an opportunity to explore motivation, momentum, inspiration through a wide variety of guests. And it's been a, just a tremendous enhancement to my own life as well as to our listeners. Perfect. And just out of curiosity, what is your definition of, in, uh, definition of inspiration? Because it varies across so many people. And I have a different definition. My friends have a different definition. So I would love to hear what your definition of it is. Well, I think a very literal definition is the best one. To inspire actually means to breathe inward. And when we breathe inward correctly, our lungs inflate, we stand up taller, we have a different point of view, we think more clearly. But inspiration is that which helps us do that mentally and emotionally, in addition to physically. So that's how I define it. It's that filling up of something that moves us forward, helps us stand more erect and make good things happen. And what are certain things that you're doing in your daily life in moments where you feel like you're lacking inspiration? What are some ways or habits that you've found or developed that has allowed you to find those points of inspiration in your life? That is an excellent question. And I've thought about this a lot <clears throat> because I think people can be very intentional about things to make a difference in their own life. For me, the habit of gratitude is possibly the greatest one. The idea of waking up every morning. In fact, my first thought each morning is I'm grateful I have another day. As perhaps because at one point I was a middle child of three with two parents. Now I'm the only one left out of the five. And so every day I'm very grateful for that opportunity to have another day of living. When I look around, grateful that I can walk, that I can talk, that I can converse, that I can think, that I have friends, that I have opportunities. There's no limit to the things to be grateful for if we decide to be intentional about that. So to me, that's the number one habit, the habit of gratitude. Even things go poorly. Because when something's not going the way I want it to, I've got an opportunity to make a change there. I really like Eckhart Tolle's definition of a problem. He says a problem is anytime something's not the way you want it to be. So instead of deciding it's some externality, what can I do on the internal to get it where it is way I'd like it to be? It's just a really positive way to think. I completely agree with you. And I feel that inten intentionality or at least adopting a sense of intentionality and ownership over our gratitude and our inspiration is very, very key. I actually took a class on human happiness when I was back in UC Berkeley, and it was basically teaching us that a major part of our happiness, about 40%, is really based on the active, intentional things that we do and decide. So you can actually make the decision to be happy. You can make the decision to be inspired. You just have to take action and decide that you want to do that. And so I found that truly inspiring, that class. And then I tried to implement that into my life. So very curious as to what that looks like in your day-to-day. -day. For example, do you do certain things like 
let's say you're overwhelmed at work, like what are certain things that you do to maybe take a step back, take some time out for yourself? Do you uh, usually base this with your loved ones? Do you do exercise? Do you base it on like nutrition? What What is it that you do? Well, before I answer that, let me just ask you a question. Did you encounter Professor Dacker Keltner when you're out of Berkeley? Yes, he was one of my favorite professors. <laughs> Dacker and I go way back. He sold books with our company when he was a student in 1980s. And we've stayed in touch over the years. In fact, he was a guest on my podcast. He's that is founder. amazing. Terrific young man. He's he's a young man. Everybody's a young man to me, I guess. <laughs> Jim, um, in terms of some very specific things, for me, the intentional habit of breathing properly. And, and my wife is a yoga instructor who's really helped me with this. Typically, when I'd feel any kind of sense of stress or pressure and not enough time to get things done, I would, I would breathe too rapidly and very shallowly, which tends to make us hyperventilate instead of actually get inspired. So just learning to fully exhale first, pulling the stomach all the way back toward the spine, and then what the Navy SEALs call box breathing, which is where you inhale to a count of four, hold it for a count of four, exhale slowly count of four and hold it for a count of four. Two or three repetitions of that don't take much time at all to do, but they have an amazing effect on calming the mind, chasing the monkeys out of the brain and letting us think more clearly. So that's something that I've formed the habit of doing is always doing that. Second, make sure that I'm smiling. Uh, Dacker Keltner wrote a wonderful book in which he got an entire chapter on smiling. And the fact that a Duchenne smile wrinkles our corners of our eyes, not just our face, not just our mouth in the lower regions of the face. So can I smile even in the face of some adversity? It relaxes the face. It helps the mind work more clearly. So breathing, smiling. Now, that doesn't mean I would smile if I was faced with somebody with tremendous misfortune. That'd be kind of rude. But if it's an internal struggle I've got going on, smiling helps me also not take myself too seriously. Um, years ago, one of my mentors said, it's important that we take what we do seriously. Just don't take ourselves too seriously. Because as soon as we do that, we get all puffed up and then easy to knock us over. So just learning to be humble, laugh at myself, makes a massive, massive difference. So those are a couple of things. Movement is extremely important. I love the idea of a standing desk because I also get really, really bored when I'm sitting down all day. Um, so those are both, th those are all amazing angles in which we can approach our even daily routines and invite some sort of small tweak to open the room for a better like habit building, healthier habits, and also more inspiration. Particularly, I'm particularly interested in what inspiration looks like in your work life because we a lot of us the world went through a very challenging time with covid where uh everyone was stuck at home for a prolonged amount of time and a lot of people that i've talked to felt they were particularly missing inspiration in their lives during the pandemic during the quarantine especially in their work lives it, even people who were really passionately connected to the work that they do they felt that that connection was um kind of challenge throughout this period. So how, what was your experience like during the pandemic and how did you manage to continue in uh, creating rooms for inspiration? Well, we could take a few weeks to answer that question, I think, just like most of the world could. Uh, to put it into context, again, our basic core business is we recruit young people, students from all around the world to come to America and sell books door to door. When you have a pandemic, you can't really go door to door. And so we were forced to retool a sales program that had been in existence for 150 years with the thought that might not be able to go door to door. 
And so we took our best and our brightest and said, guys, figure this out. And they learned how to prospect through Zoom, how to do presentations through Zoom. And we launched our summer of 2020 with the thought we might not be able to ever get back out on the field. But what we did was lean into our mission. And in our company, we have two really powerful missions. One is developing the character and the skills in the young people that sell our products. We felt like that was even more important during the pandemic, because if we could unite people around that, then it would help them have that cohesiveness to move forward in really difficult circumstance. The second one of our mission is the product mission for families. We sell educational study guides. The pandemic presented a very powerful opportunity for us to influence families because a lot of people were forced to be homeschoolers when they had never been homeschoolers and never wanted to be homeschoolers. And they discovered that the access to materials from the school was maybe not adequate, but a complete line of study guides in every subject designed to be easy to use was like a godsend. So we equipped, when we were able to finally go door to door, we equipped all of our students with t-shirts that in great big letters said, home educational resources. So when they knocked on somebody's door, it was clear what they were there to do and to accomplish. And I've never been more proud of a group of people than our entire team, because 2020 was massive improvement in sales production, tremendous benefit to the families. 2021 even exceeded that. And 2022 is on course to exceed even that. So leaning into our mission is one way that we kept everybody united together. Our Zoom calls as team members were all united around what's going well in your life right now. What's one that you can contribute to our mission, either to help young people that sell our products or the families that receive them. And I think that when we have a mission bigger than ourselves, it's a little easier to put our problems in the right perspective. So that's a really important thing. Lean into the why, as Simon Sinek would put it. That's a beautiful story. And thank you so much for sharing that. So Dan, uh, I know you're a seasoned host for podcasts. I want to kind of flip the table right now and allow for some room for you to ask me some questions. Um, Whatever you would like to uh, answer, I am all yours. Well, I would love to do that, Jaylon. For first of all, what would you say are some of the most important pivot points in your own life that got you into this journey where you're making a difference to people all around the world with your app and your programs? What what kind of led you from point A to, to point Z where you are now? Well, I think this is very uh, interesting because I actually wrote a whole speech about this a couple of weeks ago. I was delivering the commencement speech at my middle school, which was a true honor, honestly. Uh, and I was I thought that I was fully not equipped to deliver a commencement speech until I actually did that. Um, but I think something that has really served as a pivot point in my life was going to college, because until going to college, I was very, very driven. I was um I was working hard all day. I'm an only child and I was raised to be a perfectionist about the things that I do and accomplish. My grades were always really good. I was pretty accomplished outside of school in my extracurriculars. And I was, everything that I was doing and dedicating every day was kind of dedicated to enhancing what my CV was going to look like for my college applications, for my work applications. And so when I came to college and I started experiencing uh, certain adversities in my uh, personal life and also was noticing that I was surrounded by so many people around me that were as much accomplished, if not more accomplished than me in a lot of their, uh, in a lot of aspects of their lives, it started really getting to me and it started making me question whether I was actually accomplished at all. And then uh, I noticed something that was 
even more important than being accomplished in these kind of different aspects. And I think the biggest challenge that a lot of people are missing when they're stuck in the flow of life that is contemporary lifestyles right now, they forget the main goal that every human being should be having. And that is to make themselves happy and to make themselves feel inspired every day. We, of course, are here with a lot of personal goals, a lot of professional goals that we want to accomplish. We're very driven and dedicated to these goals. And I am still very dedicated to these goals. But I always want to reground myself in the general picture that my main goal is not to be the most successful in A or the best at B. My main goal in life is to make myself be happy with my loved ones and my surroundings. And I think that was the major pivot point was me realizing that that was going to be my main goal, not being the CEO of this company or not being like gaining this title in my life through doing two masters. Like, and I think a lot of people are finding that really challenging because of societal pressure. It could be family pressure. It could be peer pressure. And Mm -hmm. I think these kind of podcasts, these kind of apps that try to reground them in finding those moments of inspiration, finding the real big picture that is happiness is very important. And that is how my paths crossed with Insumo. And that is how I started having these podcasts, creating content around these issues, healthy habits. Um, And I hope people find this as an inspiration point to reground themselves in what really matters in the world. Mm -hmm. I think that's a fantastic story. So in other words, when we're focused on things that are checklist items, my CV looks good. My work looks good. I look good. I'm hitting all the right activities. They're sort of external recognitions, but none of that matters if the inside is in turmoil and the inside mm-hmm. person is where it should be. So you kind of hit that point as a very young person and been able to mold your life around that better theme. sounds to me. Yes. Uh, that checklist uh, approach is actually very, very tricky because Um, When you start doing that in your life, it actually reflects on your daily life as well. I noticed that when I had a checklist of things that I needed to do for work, things that I needed to accomplish in my professional life, I noticed that a lot of things that I typically enjoy started falling under that checklist. Let's say I was going to, I was planning on meeting up with my friends on Saturday. That became a part of my checklist for the weekly tasks that I had. And so rather than that being a leisure activity or something fun that I wanted to just like dial down and hang out with my friends, it became more of a task that I needed to accomplish and put a check on. And so I was constantly thinking of that next checklist item, that next thing that I needed to work towards. So that that is really consuming. Huh. I think that's quite an amazing insight that you've developed there. Now, how do you reconcile, though, the need for society to say, well, you actually are fairly accomplished in certain areas, therefore, we're going to pay you a bit more money, we're going to hire you into a job. Some of those have to be things that the outside world can recognize as checklist is done. How do you keep the balance, I suppose, from going too deeply into that for the outside world point of view and to make a living versus the inner self, or is there a way to reconcile those? I think that's something that I'm trying to do every single day now. I'm a young professional. I'm trying to find my track in the professional world. But I think things that really allow me to ground myself in my the and recognize the bigger picture and not get lost in the flow of things, especially being driven by career goals, is finding those little gaps of like 
anything that doesn't have to relate with my professional uh, ambitions. So what that is for me right now is two things. One is travel. And when I travel, I try to really zone everything out. Uh, I try to like not look at my computer. I take that week off and I really don't look at the notifications. And even taking a week off allows me to gain that motivation, realize what my bigger goals are in the professional life, but also notice what I'm also craving to do in my personal life. So travel has become a big point for me. And that doesn't necessarily have to be traveling to a foreign country. This could be travel within even your own city, uh, giving yourself a day or two during the weekend or during a weekday to explore something new in the city that you haven't done before, going on a road trip to a nearby city with your friend. Um, that is one thing that I've been trying to prioritize doing. And it's actually funny because I've noticed that with big decisions coming up in my life, I make those decisions without knowing when I'm actively not thinking about them. And that usually happens during these kind of time offs that I give myself. So really finding those rest periods is important for me. The other thing has definitely been exercise. I've been, um, even though a lot of the times exercise has become a part of my checklist items because I try to work out some in some way every single day. And when I don't, I feel a little bit um, stressed out the by the fact that I haven't worked out that day. When I do work out, even if I'm committing 15 minutes to 30 minutes to an hour, I try to, again, tone everything out and then focus on that workout itself. And first of all, it's working out as such a natural um, producer of endorphins. So that I, I love or dopamine, maybe both. I, I don't remember the hormones name, but it, it gives me so much happiness. It keeps me more motivated afterwards. I feel so energized afterwards. And in that one hour, of zoning everything out and focusing on that it's kind of like a meditation really and so in those moments which i like to call a mind rest even though my body's not resting in the physical exercise it's a mind rest for me and it helps me keep put things in the perspective take a out a bird's eye view and like really understand what matters what doesn't matter if i'm stressing out about something is that worth stressing out about um so that those are the two main ways that i try to address this so travel even locally and exercise on a regular basis i think both are fantastic stop and think about it do you ever have people visit you from that have never been to your country or your town and they say oh i read on this certain place i'd love to go see it and you look at them and say i've lived here my whole life i've never even heard of that place and so sometimes having an out-of-town visitor in our own town shows us our own town from a very different point of view we get to enjoy it for the first time just as they do that's really a cool yes. experience I experience that all the time. First, uh, I'm Turkish, so I grew up in Turkey, but now I live in New York. And wherever I go, I find Turkish friends who, or I have Turkish friends visiting me. So I have to give them a tour of where I'm living. And every time I'm giving them a tour, they come to me with exactly what you said about like a recommendation of a restaurant that they found or a pl touristic place that they really wanted to go to. And so with them, I explore the city that I've lived with for such a long time. And it's it's definitely a different perspective to be gained. It really is. And anytime we see something that is really special, we, we involuntarily draw in our breath. <gasps> That's inspiration. It's literally That's inspiration. inspiration. And it's also awe, which is such a powerful feeling. It is. Inspiration and awe. And when we exercise for an extra minute, even when we think we've hit our limit, that creates another sense of pushing through a doubt barrier, which helps us know we can have a little bit more discipline, a little bit more control. 
I think that's absolutely fantastic. Yes, I completely agree. Well, Dan, I think we need to be wrapping up our habit talks. Uh, but this has been such an insightful conversation. And I loved hearing your insights on inspiration. And I loved answering your questions about inspiration. It really made me rethink certain things that I were trying to gather my thoughts on for a while now. But thank you so much for your time today. And I'm really looking forward to having you as a part of our community going forward. Well, very much appreciate this as well, Jalan. Thank you so much. Southwestern Advantage is about so much more than just helping your family with education. Our company is the nation's oldest entrepreneurial program, helping college and university students build character and develop the skills they need to achieve their goals in life. These are the kind of skills employers seek that cannot be taught in a classroom. Skills such as problem solving, effective personal communication with people from all walks of life, confidence, attitude, goal setting, and more. Since 1855, the Southwestern family of companies has invested in purpose-driven people who are inspired to build principle-guided businesses that impact the world. And for many, that purpose started with a summer at Southwestern Advantage. But this program isn't just about growing the young men and women whom you'll see in the community. It's also about growing your own son or daughter, and the educational resources they will bring to your home are second to none, with learning systems that address the whole child from preschool to 12th grade. Uniquely designed by top educators, these resources serve the modern needs of today's private, public, and homeschooled students. They're kid-approved, parent-preferred, and teacher-recommended. At Southwestern Advantage and the Southwestern Family of Companies, we invest in building people and inspire them to achieve their goals in life to positively impact the world. Learn more at southwesternadvantage.com slash action.